0: And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Golden Ticket Show. I'm Dan with For Frequency's Sake and Gotham Gambling. We're here to get you guys set up for a great Monday night. We got 12 NBA games. We got six hockey games. And we got NCAA action starting tonight, the start of the NCAA basketball season we're going to dive into all of that here momentarily. Uh let's but well, first we're going to get ourselves started out with a recap of our plays this weekend. Now if you followed along with us on Sunday on for frequency on for fantasy sake, uh we we broke we split even on the 1 p.m. slate. We went 3 and 2 with our play with more of our plays there cashing. We got a sneaky pull on the uh Packers right we got caught that one right before we found out about Matthew Stafford so that was a great pull we got and then we went one and two in our 4 p.m plays we caught the Eagles money line but Jalen Hurts kind of struggled with us as well as uh Jonathan Taylor just couldn't get anything done in the second half um so we we broke even there five and and five and five on the weekend if you count our Thursday night plays we are six and six This week going into our final plays for uh, Monday Night Football. So hopefully we can get ourselves a third, another win and have a back-to-back winning weeks. uh, For the first time since the first two weeks, we've kind of went back and forth ever since. So let's start. We're going to break down some NCAA action. Uh, Once again, before I start, make sure you guys do like and subscribe uh, to to golden ticket show as well as for frequency sake we have a bunch of great shows from a bunch of great people um that we're, we're working 24 7 over here to give you guys the best content available so make sure you guys give us a like make sure you share us with your friends make sure you uh subscribe to our show if you guys have any questions for fantasy tonight any gambling questions anything you guys want to know for tonight's slates on any sport make sure you guys send those questions in real quick here and we'll get them answered for you guys. So we're our plays that I love for the NCAA opening night. So our first play was Georgia plus five and a half. That game is now live. Not looking the best right now. They played great to start the second half, but they are currently down 13 to an Oregon team that, you know, they just maybe I, I had a bad read on this one, but Oregon is just smoking them. They don't really seem to have any kind of, Uh, movement with the ball. They're just kind of standing around waiting for Oregon to jump and Oregon's playing patient. So tough read to start, but our next, our next three are we have Purdue minus 19 and a half. I hate this one. My full, my full season is going to, once it gets towards conference plays, I'm fading Purdue every chance I get, I'm going against them on the spread every chance because Purdue has been one of those teams that we see every year that they play great in the regular season because they have a 7 foot big man but they cannot play in the playoffs or the conference tournament or national tournament wherever they may be they're not going to play well but you come off a loss to one of the most historic losses in NCAA history as a 16 seed losing to a 1 seed or a 1 seed losing to a 16 that not only that the 16 seed went deep this year and that could have been that could have been Purdue um but the off they just their identity is too much around get the ball to the big guy. I think teams have figured out how to play Edie. So we want, we'll want we definitely have to see if he's kind of transformed his game a bit from what we saw where they he kind of got exposed with last year with these teams that are undersized like Samford. But this is a statement game for Purdue. After a loss like that, you can't come out and struggle to start or your seeding's going to drop. People aren't going to take you seriously. They know that you're going to be a lot easier of a team. They gotta come out and dominate this game. They gotta come out and blow this team out. And that's exactly what they're gonna do. Also, their last three games with a, a buy-a-win game, meaning they've they this is their week one matchup at home where they pay pay these schools a bunch of money to come here and get their tail kicked. They've won all of them by over 20 points. I don't see anything different tonight. Sanford has a great team, but they're undersized. And I think with the fact that there is a seven-footer down low, they're going to be very cautious about going to the lane unless they can get him in foul trouble. But I don't see that happening tonight. So give me the Purdue on the points tonight. Bellarmine, if you don't know this name, you need to get right, you need to get used to it. This is one of the most underrated teams in college basketball. Now, the reason people don't talk about this team that much is because they just transitioned from division two to division one. So they're not eligible for the playoffs. So a lot of people aren't really paying any attention to them because they're not eligible for any kind of tournament for another three years. But their first year they beat Kentucky. They held into Louisville. They have been this team plays a very old school, fast-paced approach that you don't see. And it's just five players moving constantly until they find that one little lane that you forgot about, and they score on you. I, It's it's a team that I think that with the way Washington's having the injury troubles and with uh, the way this team played last year, I think they're going to come out hot again. I like the plus 12 and a half. Take that with ease. I think that's gonna be an easy cover tonight. I think I think this could be a lot closer game, and it's really gonna put them on the map. Um and our final play is gonna be Rutgers and Princeton under 137 and a half. And and that's just Rutger Rutgers has been one of these teams that you never really know um what you're getting each night. But Princeton lost majority of their team to graduation, and they lost majority of their team to injuries um, in the preseason. So they're going in with a new rotation that they haven't really felt comfortable with, going into a very tough stadium in Prudential Center out for Rutgers. I think Rutgers is going to easily win this game, but I think this is going to be a game you're going to see them get to a big lead, and everything's going to – it's just going to slowly – crawl the rest of the game. These are two teams that like to take all 30 seconds of the shot clock. So unless there's a huge scoring run or just one player goes off or we even see a bunch of foul troubles or overtime, I like the under 137 and a half. Last I checked, it was actually at 139 last I saw. So I'm going to double check that real quick to see where we're at on that. Yeah, while we're while we're pulling this up, give us your best bets for tonight. Cause I we have, we're at one thirty eight. Give us your best thir- bets for tonight. I really like a lot of this um, NCAA action tonight. I know the first weeks, I always before the best time to bet college basketball is right after college football ends. So I always try to be cautious, but I like to and I don't like to bet a lot on it. But I do like to bet it because then I have IID on trends and I'm not wasting the first two weeks where it's only college basketball trying to figure out who to go for. So be careful with these, go low unit usage. Um, You know, do little sweeteners where you got a team that's like minus 200 and then parlay it with a team that's like minus 2000 to drop the odds down. But be very, and what I mean by that is, for example, we took one today, we took a team at minus 240 and then I put it with UNC at minus 10,000 and that dropped it down under 200. So it's a more viable bet. So stuff like that is stuff you have to look at for this um it's something i i like doing um but Rutgers princeton under 137 and a half it's at 138 right now i definitely take that if you see it go um down under 137 i would start staying a little bit away from it because it's too close for it to be moving like that unless something drastic happens so but lock those four in those are our four college basketball plays to start the year um very georgia i'm hoping can have some kind of a comeback and keep this game close enough for me to you know, sweat it. But right now a 15 point game is not what we want to see opening night. Um, so we're going to move from college to NBA. So in the NBA action tonight is a lot of questions because there's a lot of injuries this week. A lot of teams are on back to backs from yesterday. And this is really where we're going to see how they're going to play, how these teams are going to adapt to having to use a little bit of their rotation. Um, so our we're gonna go we're gonna start a new series now that we're a couple weeks in we're gonna look at players to watch this week in terms of trends like if you want to take them fade them whatever so the first one or a big tail we're gonna take this week is going to be Scotty Barnes Scotty Barnes has been hot he has been majority of this team um he put up a triple double already this year he's putting he's filling a hole that when siakam struggles is needed and with fred van Vliet gone he took over more of a, a scoring role more of a aggressive role and now that uh and what's good with it is now when if siakam's struggling you don't have to keep him in the lineup because then you can move scotty barnes to the four and you can keep that lineup uh moving and facilitating so i really like him this week um i if you see his pras his point you assist lines close I would take those. Um, Watch them because sometimes when players have a couple good games, they like to juice the lines a bunch. But he's someone I really like this week. Um, We're going to – and then we're going to go to a fade real quick. We're going to fade LaMelo Ball. I think this is going to be a season-long fade. LaMelo cannot shoot right now. He is struggling terribly. He's shooting like three – he had a game – he had ten assists before he made a shot. The other night, and that's not a, you know, shout out to him for getting the passes. That's he shot so poorly that they had to tell him to stop shooting. He was zero for nine in the first half with ten assists. Um, and you got with Terry Rozier out, he's going to be getting uh, more playing time. I know they wanted to kind of hold his playing time down, but they're going to be giving him a lot more playing time. And with that, his lines are going to go up. I don't see him hitting those lines. He's struggling to score 15 points a night, and his lines at 20. We faded him twice already this year, and it's cash both times. So I will be if his lines above 20, I'm fading it. If it's above like 23, 24, I'm putting like two, three units on it. I like I just I'm I'm not with the Trey uh not excuse me not Trey Young, the Lomelo Ball hype this year. I don't see him. Doing great. I think he'll pick it up a bit because he has been dealing with injuries and a minute restriction. But as of now, I'm staying away from any overs on LaMelo Ball. Gordon Hayward has been about 90% of that offense, which that Gordon Hayward, Brandon Miller are two to look at now that um Terry Rozier is going to be out the next couple days because Gordon Hayward right now is putting up about 16 points a game Miller's putting up about 16 points a game as well they're going to get more touches and it's going to help our season long play because we need a Miller over 14 and a half and he's averaging 16 he's going to get more reps so look into those two guys and then we're going to tail heavily the Cleveland Cavaliers this week They play the Thunder, the Kings, and I think it's the Rockets is their third matchup this week. They're playing two injury-prone teams. De'Aaron Fox may not be a full go this week. Shea is still dealing with this knee injury, and they're still missing a couple players for the Thunder. So this is a team that I think – is now that they're fully healthy. They got Jared Allen back. They have, um, you know, they have Jared Allen back. They have Garland back fully healthy. I think this is going to be a week where the first couple games, it might be a bit of a struggle for those two. But with their full lineup back, I think they're going to be healthy enough now to uh, really put teams on notice and kind of bring themselves back into that top 10 power ranking team that we kind of expect them to be every year. So I really like them, even though there's probably going to be a minute limit restriction for Allen, but they've played steadily without him and he's just making it even better uh, for them. So we're going to be tailing them, but enough of that. We're going to go ahead and go straight to our plays. We have two player props that I really love. I wanted to bring to you guys and we have two, uh, we have a money line and a spread that I really, really love. So our money line, we have Celtics money line. The Celtics have been one of the hottest teams. I know the Timberwolves have been a great defensive team this year, but I just – I don't see them matching up well against – I think there's too much depth in Boston, and they're just going to slowly keep pushing this pace. They're going to slowly keep just forcing you to use your bench, knowing that they have a deep bench. And there's just too many ways to beat you. They can beat you with Tatum. They can beat you with Jalen Brown. They can beat you with the pick and pop. They can beat you with Porzingis and Holiday, Derek White. They have too many options for a team that, um, for a team that really like that has a good three man center rotation, has a solid two and three in McDaniel's. But I just I think their offensive struggles are going to cause a lot of, um. A lot of toughness for them tonight, and I think that's easily going to turn into Celtics points. And you know, when we saw them play teams like this last year, this is when they would crack under pressure, and the Timbers will start fighting against each other. So I don't, I'm not saying we're going to see that tonight, but this is a really a test game for them. But I just, I think they're going to play great. I just don't see them coming out of this with a win. So we're going to take that right there. And we have Nets plus six and a half. Now I think this line moved up. I'm going to do a double check this line is now at, it's actually at five and a half. So you're getting an extra point off of what, um or I got an extra point off of what Vegas has had at me first. So with that, there's the nets have been one of these teams that you're going to forget about them for about three weeks into the season. And then in December, you're going to look at everything and say, wow, how are the nets, you know, over 500, how are the nets this? Because they, they kind of go back and forth every week. They have a really good team that it's just who's hot. Inside of them having a real game plan, it's just who's hot each night. Um, but with that being said, as much as their defense has not been the best this year, they have had only one game where the score was above 10, and that was a 15-point win against the Hornets. In the Celtics game the other night, finished at exactly 10. But other than those two, every game has been within two points. And with this Bucks team that doesn't have a bench, they Damian Lillard has struggled and he's not playing defense and everything is relying on Giannis, but now they have more money on their books. It's, it's the same team with less defense and less of a bench. And I think with the Nets scoring ability, I think they're going to be able to keep this game close. So I like Nets plus six and a half here. I think we're going to have to take that. That's going to be an easy – I think it's going to be an easy lock tonight. But then again, you know, tail that one with caution because I also said Georgia was a lock tonight too, and they're down 17 right now with nine minutes to go. So we're hoping for a miracle there so we can start out one and over. DJ's going to have my butt. Um. So – and then we have two player props. I also, real quick with that Nets game, also you can look at the second quarter money line as a good bet. The Bucs have lost the second quarter in every game this season. Because they play Giannis and Lillard about 10, 11 minutes each um in the first. So they're playing a bench that's just not there in the second versus a lot of these teams that are playing six, seven minute um in the for their stars in the first, they're playing their starters a lot in the second. So that's going to be where they come back. I think I also like their second quarter money line. I would sprinkle a little on there. It might be like a half a unit play, but that's a good one as well. And we have two player props I love. It's um, We're going to start with Damian Lillard, over five and a half assists. Now, he has only hit this once this year. And as we said, he's kind of struggled offensively. So you might be wondering why we're taking this. Lillard has went over this line on the road in 15 of his last 16 games as a favorite. When his team's on the road and he knows that his team is dominant, he plays great. He passed and I think I think until his shot comes back, he's going to be doing the pick and roll a little bit more with Giannis. And there he's gonna to try to get everyone else involved until his shot starts to come back. And his last four games against the Nets, he's averaging 9.5 assists per game. He's had two 12 assist games and two and a nine assist game against this team. He's hit this line in five of his last six against Brooklyn. So I like I like him kind of facilitating the ball. I don't think Ben Simmons, as far as I remember, Claxon's still not uh, fully back. I don't think Daron Sharp and Claxon, even if Claxton was ends, and Ben Simmons are going to be able to guard Giannis. And Giannis should be able to get to the bucket at will, versus Damian Lillard is going to have a harder time because he's going to have Dinwiddie and Bridges on him. So I think the ball's going to be fed into Giannis every single chance they can tonight. And I see Giannis kind of taking advantage of undersized centers. And putting them in foul trouble, and I could see a lot of pick and roll alley oops going from Lillard to uh, to the Greek Freak tonight. So we're gonna talk, we're gonna lock in Lillard over five and a half assists, and we also have Nikola Jokic over 11 and a half rebounds. Now he's had ten or more every game this year. The only time he has not hit this game line is he's ha- is when he had two games with ten rebounds. Jokic is a beast on the boards. And a New Orleans team that's very shot-hungry, if it's not falling, Jokic is going for 20 tonight. He's hit this five of seven games this year, but also five of seven against New Orleans. There's just everything in me. I hate betting these super high rebound lines because well, you never know with rebounding, but his rebound chance percentage is the third highest in the league. And that's the biggest set to look at for rebound because that's the opportunities for him to grab the rebound. How often he and he's still putting out, so he's getting about 25 chances a game and he's putting up about 12 rebounds. So that means when it's him and another guy under the basket and they're the two go tos, he's getting the rebound just about 50% of the time. And that's actually, as much as it doesn't seem like it, that's a number you want to see because you know, you see about 10% of those are tip outs, 10% of those are dead balls out of bounds, and 10% of those are. Usually shots that are going, that are bounce in. Rebound chance just shows the amount of times when a shot goes up. Is he the first one down low? So I like his over 11 and a half rebounds. If you guys like these two plays, we also have two more. Not going to give you guys everything tonight because we do have a bunch of plays to go over. But make sure you guys follow us over at Gotham Gambling on Twitter and at, for frequency's sake, over on Twitter and Instagram. We posted all of our plays for today. We posted a full card. We had four NBA plays for college basketball we have a monday night parlay coming out and we have two hockey plays we haven't done much hockey because my uh my partner frank is the one that usually handles hockey he's been kind of mia with some stuff the last couple weeks so i know he has not been able to uh give me as many plays so i but i took it upon myself today i found a couple really nice plays that i like and i think you're gonna cash tonight so we're gonna rock with those two hockey plays um, we posted those over on Twitter. I'm not as fluent in hockey enough to give you guys a full breakdown on those. That's the only reason we're not going over this tonight. So I'm hoping next week I can find a couple plays that I've kind of analyzed enough and gotten enough info from some experts to be able to give you guys full information on. Um, so once again, check that out on Twitter. Check that out on our Instagram. We're posting stuff every day. Also check out our TikTok for frequency's sake. We're posting college football plays. We're posting betting challenges. We're posting anything fun to do with gambling and fantasy football and just anything fun that has to do with uh, football and basketball and baseball and any any of the sports. Um, so go check us out there, too. Uh, so we're going to go now to my favorite segment, and that is betting, breaking down the NFL week. So in our plays last week that we broke down on stuff that we were going ahead and already taken, we were – we went two and one. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. I was kind of disappointed in that Chiefs game. I don't know about you guys. I wanted something more high scoring, but we we kind of hit a weird spot where we're hitting stuff. If we, we're very streaky lately, is the best way I could put it. Um, so Thursday night football, we went one and one. We took the Derrick Henry over that hit by three yards. I know you have to be very careful with that one because I looked at different books. There was one book that had it at 75 and a half yards and he finished right at 75. So you had just missed it. Whereas the other books had a a little bit less of a sharp line on it. So um yeah, if you if you use points bet, be careful because they've been very sharp lately. They've been having a lot of lot of bets that are within a yard of hitting. So that's that's something I'm really, you know, kind of being careful with. But we took. I know. I wanted to. I wanted to give you guys Will Levis over two hundred and one yards because I just didn't see any way that he wasn't going to hit that. But I just couldn't fade a Tom uh, Mike Tomlin defense with a rookie quarterback. So I, that was kind of saved in the drafts. But we missed that over by just two points. We we were on the dot. It was just a couple misplays that kind of led to it. So we'll we'll take a one on one split. Our like I said. So we were six and six going into tonight's game. So hopefully that'll get us over seven. Um. So Thursday night football, we have another ugly matchup and I'm, I'm sorry, Doug. I know you're a Bears fan. This is gross. I, the bears have had what they had one primetime game and they scored 40 points against a team that doesn't have a good defense and now they're going up against a Panthers team which cannot score but weirdly will randomly have a great defense like one week and then the next week we'll have a terrible defense so I don't know what we get this week there wasn't any big injuries on the Panthers side to look out for I know Justin Fields potentially could come back this week but they might give him another week um but I there's there's so much narrative in this game. There's a DJ Moore revenge game. There's, there's the team. This is if the if the Bears win, they get to celebrate a win. If they lose, they get to celebrate that they have a draft pick that might be closer towards getting the number one draft pick. Because they do have the Panthers first round pick this year. I think that um I think give me the over. There's, I'm not even gonna give an expl- I think the Bears on Thursday night, see, feel it just feels like it's going to be another over. It just feels like it's going to be another game that's like thirty to twenty five, like some something where one of these quarterbacks throws for three hundred yards, and we got to and we're going to say like, like you know, if, if it's Young, it's like, oh, have we been doubting Bryce Young? Or if it's Bajin, it's like, should Bajin be starting over Fields? Or if it's even if it feels like is Fields back, yada yada. Give me the over. I think DJ Moore is good for a touchdown. I think he's good for whatever his receiving yards are. They don't even have a lineup for it yet, so be careful of that. I would take it up to close to seventy, because this this is going to be a revenge game for him. But I just don't trust it. I just it's it's weird to say how much I like this bet. I would take it up to forty one and a half if I had to take something put a gun to my head, but. Watch these lines a bit. Don't take anything straight off the jump. Give it a couple. Give it a couple days. Wait probably till Thursday. See if the line moves anymore. Because I'd rather I'd rather on Thursday be like, damn, I should have taken this then instead of now. um, Then play something now and have something crazy happen. So we're gonna do that Sunday. Our take it or leave it. Taking we're taking Colts money line, and this game is so close that right now that you can find both teams at plus money on DraftKings right now. The, I know I did this morning. They were at on right now you can find on FanDuel. The Colts are plus one Oh six and on BetMGM the Colt, the Patriots are plus one Oh five. So both teams are underdogs on so this is going to be a big pick them game. You know, if you're a arbitrage better where you like to bet both sides, this is the best game to do that because you get both teams at plus money. So no matter what you're making a profit. Um, and for the, basically yeah, if, if you don't know that if you put $10 on both teams as an underdog and w- no matter what, you're still coming out with at least a profit. So that's, that's used more for people. They bet like thousands of dollars, but if you're one of those kind of betters, if you like those, that's going to be your go-to. Um, Mac Jones looks solid, but can it last? Is the big thing. The Colts have been really consistent on offense with a backup quarterback, so I I like Colts money line. I took it at plus one hundred six. It's plus one hundred four now. Um, get those in before the lines change. Once those lines change, is it's kind of it's it's going it, to make. I mean, it's still going to be viable. It's not going to change enough to make it like not make you not want to bet it but when if would you rather win a bet for double your money or a couple dollars less than your money is how you're really gonna have to look at it so i I like colt's money line there um i'm gonna take the titans and the bucks over i'm gonna buy into the will levis hype this guy has been great i think he's going he they've definitely found their quarterback for at least the next year or two i think he's going to be um, I think with Deion, if they can keep DeAndre Hopkins another year, I think he's going to be very, very good next year. They now have a quarterback, so they can focus on getting some wide receivers and a defense in. A log ball threat like him can get them some some good players, so I really do like them next year. Um, the Bucks defense, I don't know what's going on. They looked They've been very solid this year, and they've struggled the last two weeks. They let Desmond Ritter nearly threw for 300 on him and he struggled so much. They benched him. Um, And they let CJ Stroud throw for almost 500 yards. They like props to CJ Stroud. If you watch that game, that was a great game, but that's just, you can't let a rookie quarterback with no star receiver throw for 500 yards against you. That's just unheard of. And I think because of that, the t- teams have kind of figured out how to play this defense. I think they're going to struggle the rest of the year. And the Titans should be able to take advantage of it. I don't know if they're going to win per se, but I think Will Levis is going to have a great game. So watch his line. If it's any, if it's anywhere where it was last week, I'm taking it again. If it's closer towards like the 220s, 230s, I might not put as much. I might stay a little bit less, but I think that's where you got to go for that one. Um, So give me the over. It's 38 right now. I could see it going up towards 40 soon. If it's over 41, 41 41 and a half, I would stay away. So I would take it now while you can, because once it hits 41, you rely on both teams to score three touchdowns. That's going to be tough. As much as this is going to be a high scoring game, that could be tough. And that's something that's really hard to look at. Um, And then our final take for the 1 p.m. slate is going to be the Bengals and the Texans over. Both these quarterbacks are hitting their strides. Stroud has looked amazing. This offense has looked great. Both defenses have had their good days and had their bad days. But I think a matchup of Stroud and Burrow, the Ohio State product versus the former Ohio State player that Ohio State fans like to remind you he went there after he transferred out. This is going to be a great game for both quarterbacks. I think this is going to be a very fun game to watch give me the over it's 44 and a half i think if it goes closer towards 50 46 i would stay away but for right now take the over 44 um if it drops and you see if it drops because there's a lot of people betting on it then i would stay away if it drops because of an injury i would i would just take it case by case scenario but i do really like that so we're going to take that the the no touches this week the stayaways we're not touching Baltimore Cleveland a divisional AFC North divisional matchups have been low scoring games, but these two teams have been scoring a lot and their defenses have been very good. So this is such a really good matchup that I just don't want to touch. I, I it's going to be fun to watch. I, I just want to sit back and enjoy some hard hitting football and watch Lamar Jackson run around miles Garrett for 60 minutes. Um, and then the other one we're staying away from is another matchup. I just want to enjoy watching it. Um, Jacksonville and San Francisco. I know everyone has all the talks about Purdy, but they just came off of bye. they're going to have, they had an extra week to kind of focus up their offense. So I think this is going to be a great defensive matchup between both teams. If you did take anything, I would lean the under. I wouldn't put a lot on it, but I'm just going to sit back and enjoy watching this knowing that I don't like it's going to be a great game to watch regardless of the score it could be 7 nothing it's going to be a good game. We don't have any takes on the Sunday or any um leaves I there's too much info on these Sunday games that's not that we have to kind of wait and see. I mean we got the Giants Cowboys isn't worth taking Lions Chargers we got to see how they do tonight um you know with no wide receiver core Commander Seahawks, I just don't trust that matchup. The odds are too high. Um there's not much to look at for that one. And then the Jets Raiders, I I I tend to if if a if a team with a first of coach who just debuted um is going wins their first matchup, I try to stay away from any money line or spreads for those because you got to see if it was just the hype of oh the new coach is here. Or is it something that's – or is it like, oh, this guy's a legit coach? Like what we saw with the Colts last year where everyone thought, oh, it was a fluke. Jeff Saturday won his first game, but then they won the next one and the next one. Um, I would say if you want to take anything now for Monday night, the only book that has odds on it right now is MGM and Caesars. But you, can, I would take the under in that 46.5 seems really high for a Broncos-Bills game. After the bills got held to 18 points by an iffy defense. So this could be Josh Allen saying, Hey, I got to get my team back in there. We could see Gabe Davis going off cause he didn't get a single catch. Um, but I think, I think if you want to take anything on the late night games or the primetime games, I would take the under on that one. Again, another lean. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what we have for um, Sunday's games. So once again, you know, we got time. Well, let me go. We'll go over our NHL plays just a little bit for you guys here. So we have two plays tonight. We took both underdogs to cover their spread or their puck line if you're a hockey fan. So we have the Bruins plus one and a half to the Dallas Stars. The Bruins have covered a one and a half spread every game this year. They've won most of their games. Every loss they've had has been a one-goal loss. This is a team that fights very close, low-scoring games. They are never down by a lot. I don't see them going losing by two against a Stars team that's offense has just been not the best the last couple games. So I really I like that one. Um, and the other one is I got this one actually from the Action website. So this wasn't even my own pick, but this is one I just liked too much. And after reading up more about it, it was good. Tampa Bay. Um, to cover a a one-and-a-half spread. The Lightning have been very good this year, and so has the Maple Leafs, but the Maple Leafs don't have the depth that the Lightning do, and I think everyone thinks because it's going to be a revenge game that the Maple Leafs will play good, but that's just not the case. I think it's going to be – I I think it's going to be another close game. It could be low-scoring, but I think these teams are going to be – Shooting it a lot, and they're going to be trying to put the ball put the puck past the goalie a lot, and I think that's going to cause this game to be very tight. Um, So, give me the one and a half spreads. I I don't see these games going to a two point lead ever in the game. This could be one of those games we see a goal and a tie, and a goal and a tie constantly back and forth. So, those are the two. Those are our two NHL plays that we have for tonight. Um, Now we're gonna go over our my, this is probably my favorite one we have done in a while is our, for our primetime Monday night football parlay. So our official play is going to be under 41 and a half. That's what I caught the line at. I think right now it's at, let me double check that. Um, right now it is at 39 and a half, but I caught it at 41 a little bit earlier today. So that's going to be our official play. Can Garrett, Can Zach Wilson keep the streak up? Is going to be the big question. I'm not too sure. I feel like he's one of those quarterbacks. He could be steady for another couple of weeks, and then we just see this fall off. Uh, and then we're like, oh, he's back to what he used to be. Can how how is Herbert doing with his finger? I think he broke his finger like a couple of weeks ago, and his his throwing arm has just not looked right the last couple of weeks. So I kind of want to see what he does with uh you know he's lost a lot of his wide receivers it's just Keenan Allen at this point and i want to see what he does with these guys so i really want to watch i really want to see how he does but i think in a game where they're going to have to pass a lot that because they the jets have such a good defensive line that i think he's going to be able to get a solid amount of passing yards and like like i said what are they going to do with this wide receiver situation they're down two of their best wide receivers to the ir they have Keenan Allen and a rookie who has not been the best. So I really want to see what they're going to do tonight. Um so we have our official play and it's going to be posted on Twitter in about 15 minutes. So if you catch it here you're going to you might catch the odds a little bit better. So we got we have Herbert to throw for 200 passing yards today. This has hit every game this season but I think one and Herbert, 200, uh, A guy like Herbert throwing 200 yards is just easy money. It was a super low leg, um, but I really liked that one. Our second leg of that is Eckler, 70-plus rushing and receiving yards. If the ball is not thrown to Keenan Allen, this ball is going to be thrown to Eckler. If they get some kind of a lead, he's going to be their RB1 all night. He's going to get most of the touches, and he's been their drop-down guy. He's hit over 100 in just about every game this year, so 70 is a very low grab. And then our last one is we took an alternate line under 46 and a half I took a couple extra points on this one just in case we see a a tough kind of um like offensive game where both defenses just get exposed but this was more we we got a boost on this one from MGM so that's why we took a couple lower odds on that one after the boost it came out to 255. the original odds were 170. So I think the books are very high on this ch- uh, Jets defense and the wide receiver situation being so grim for the chargers. And I think they're really going to try to, um, I think the Chargers are going to take advantage of a lot of people doubting their arms. I think everyone's going to be prepared for Eckler to get a lot of rushes. And I think that's going to lead to a lot of uh, passes and a lot of chucks down the field. I think Allen's going to have a big game. I think Herbert could have a big game, but That's our play. It's at plus 255 after the boost. We caught it this morning at 170 without the boost. So that's what we are going to be taking. Um, So that is it for us tonight. Uh, Again, make sure to check us out on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're posting content daily. I'm posting content daily on our page over at Gotham Gambling. You can see our logo on the top left right? Whatever angle it is for you. Um, we're, we're, we're getting close to a hundred subscribers on YouTube. That's our goal. That's what we're trying to hit before the end of the new year, if not the end of the month. So make sure you guys share us with your friends, check us out on all our other shows, all our other channels and best of luck on your best tonight.